Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. This episode is brought to you by The Freeze Pipe. If you want the best hits when you're talking your best flower or extracts, go to thefreezepipe.com. Save on your freeze pipe by using code LIFESTYLE during checkout. Save a little bit again, you know? Why not? From the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, and Mr. Grow It. What up, boys? What's, What's going up? on? Hey, fellas. How you guys doing? Doing great. How about Coming you? up, man. Just very well. Very well. Thank collar, you. Another you know? day. It is getting gorgeous out here. I remember a few episodes back, we were talking about uh, still freezing temperatures, and yeah, long gone, long gone. We are, oh, we're in spring now, and oh, <laughs> sports are soon, starting out. I don't trust it. <laughs> I <laughs> thought we were there, you, and also you should, snowed, I, I, so. I was going to say, it snowed for a good portion of, uh, like, right up until the middle of April, actually. Yeah, I got lied lots of snow. I mean, I don't know where you guys live, but it's already 80 degrees where I live. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck, fuck where you guys sunshine, live. Sunshine. Dog sledding down to you, bro. Sunshine 330 days of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be down there eventually. Days. Fuck. Once, we're coming. Oh, we're coming. Everyone there, I think we're that coming. may be the place. It may be the Mecca. Right. Fuck, just go to the I'm desert down. and start it up, man. Absolutely. Start it up. Let's do it. You got to be innovative, man. You got to be innovative. Speaking of innovative. Oh. Interesting. We're going to be talking about innovation in the industry and some things we would love to see because there's a lot out there I've been seeing more and more where I'm like, holy shit, that's creative. And other things are I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if there was this, this, and this? Someone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we never can find that. No one ever makes it. So maybe we can right. spark some ideas for you entrepreneurs and inventors and people who you know want to get into this mm. industry if you've seen it over mm. in that episode. And, I, and mm. I like a huge shout out to all those wonderful products innovative products that are just making our life that much easier you know because 2021 we've got some pretty sweet products on the line can you believe we even have we have we have inline fans that don't make any noise like yeah. what tight what tight, tight. who should but sponsor this sweet. fucking channel but yeah i know it'd be mm. really tight it's infinite um you know i think oh, in general when you've got the new products that are coming in this industry and a lot of times they're not new technology but it's stuff that's breaking ground in this industry um, you really get to see where we're going and where things are, are being taken and how far along it's come since the days of literally just like throwing shit up in a room with a HPS and some basic random Lasco fans trying to get it going. You know what I'm saying? To now you've got everything that's so specific to the plant that someone's like, well, why you just throw a leaf on it? And no, it's proprietary. It's like, yes and no. There's some things that really make it different. You know, uh, look how far LEDs have come. Oh my gosh. In the last yeah, five shout out to, to Chill Tech, and I don't know if you just saw they have this little controller they they're putting out, fucking tight, extra tight. I'm gonna have to get me one in the Bad Boys Austin. I'll let your boy. Mm. And I really think uh, when you're seeing that, that's one company right there. We've talked about you know best companies in the industry or companies there, product wise, stuff like that. The controllers that are more and more coming out there. I know HLG has a controller. I know there's um like third party ones that you can get that you can add on to your product there, but the one that Chilled's got going on here to be able to dial in your spectrum to the different parts of your garden where you want to be able to have it and, and the full strength control of that light is that's fucking huge. awesome, man. Like that's innovation that I really like to see when it's coming down to the grower and, and we've got the full control. Because if we've got this beast light, I'd like to be able to use it to its full potential, you know? Mm-hmm. Makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let's talk about controllers. Maybe that's a good starting point because there are some good controllers that have come on the market, um, but I don't think they're they're quite there yet. 
Um, so I think some of these controllers that are on on the market are just getting on the market are aimed to really autom- uh, automate the grow entirely, right? So the idea is to plug your different pieces of equipment into this controller and it'll automatically adjust your environment according to, you know, the temperature is, humidity is, you know, VPD, CO2, all that stuff. Um, I don't think we're there yet as far as full automation, um, you know, especially when we start talking about like VPD and being able to automate that. Um, I don't think that's incorporated. Now, I know there is, we've got the NIWA Grow Hub, which is something that people are talking about more Shout and more. Zach and the squad. More but there more. are some, I guess, bugs in that. And I think, Rob, you might have some more information on it. But it's not a completely automated thing, right? It's not like, okay, you plug in your equipment and now you don't even need to check into your grow room, right? But we're still a ways away from that, right? Yeah, and the only way to do that really is, is again, Frankensteining your stuff. You've got your automatic feeding. You've got your automatic watering. You've got... The, the fans and everything. How are you going to be able to fully automate everything unless you spend thousands of dollars? Something like this is going to automate a portion of the grow. And I do really love the aspect. You've got the recipes. hate to name those, Zach. I still hate the name. But you've got recipes that now are a little different because you can change your whole grow between one area to the next to the next. And you could have, but again, the thing I think they're confused about is I'm going to have different spaces. I'm not going to have the same space. So that, that plug, that outlet is only going to have one recipe one stage of my grow but with that i can set my light cycle i can set my watering cycle i can set my humidity my temperature everything i need there for the most part other than right now co2 that's the main thing we're lacking there but i hear they're adding an update soon which i i don't doubt it man they're super innovative guys they're moving fast too they're not you know they listen and they apply very quickly but once you set it you can somewhat forget it and the only downside of that is, is i'd like to be able to manually control certain things so, for example, for the watering, I'm not able to get down to the seconds. It's only by the minute. And that's not good for my organic side of things. I'm using the uh, HydroLock DripRite system, which is a DripRite HydroLock system, which is a beast, man. It just pumps out, like, I think six gallons of water per minute. And I only need, you know, 30 seconds, maybe 20 seconds in there because I'm using the organic mix. I don't want it to be able to run through there. Now, on my cocoa side, they'd probably be great. Some drained waste, whatever. Not the same situation here. So I can't just shut it off. There's no just shut off button on there. Once the recipe's there, the recipe's there. So that's the one downside. Everything else, though, man, fucking hands off. I mean, it's it's beautiful. There's The app isn't as nice as I would like. There's little things. The UX could use a little bit of love. But I know we got some Gromies helping out with that. Green Goblin's on the ones and twos for, for us when a lot of that technology there. He's trying to help on the back end there, too, with them, with at least a little bit of consultation. So I think if the companies are listening, they're going to get better and they're going to innovate more and be able to take that dope product and take it to the next level. You've got Pulse has been doing pretty well with that, but it still is just like a monitor. It's not a controller. It's a monitor, right? And that's what I. That, and that if we're going for automation, I just I don't want to monitor numbers. I want to be able to have an impact. I want to be able to be manipulating those numbers. If my, I'm finding that my humidity's too high, let's bring it down. Let's kick the fans up. You know, if I'm finding that it's, uh, you know, anything, if I find that, uh, heat is, is having an impact or it's too cold or too hot at any particular time, I want automatically my heaters, my humidifiers, my fans, my lights all plugged into the same unit and they all talk to each other at the same time. So the only imp- impact that I'm going to have, and, and that includes a, a camera, you know, uh, a lot of, a lot of, yeah. a lot of uh, things can be identified through visuals. And if you have a good quality camera hooked up to that system so that either through an app, I don't want remotes. I don't want controllers. Although you want, you want, you want some, something monitoring 
somehow in the garden. I, I take it to my app, come to the app. I can see what's going on on my phone and then go from there. You know, where do I want my humidity? How much do I want the fans, the levels? Is there, you know, these are things that I, 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 I do see happening. I do see this coming to a day. It's just we need to have these these manufacturers creating or these companies creating humidifiers, air conditioners, inline fans, lights, or at least have some way to talk to them all. In the same way, in in the same way, my house talks to itself. You know, my house can regulate the temperature. My house can, you know, tell me when the there's there's abnormal CO two levels. They can tell me when there's smoke in the house. Like, and these are things that all talk to each other through through uh, Wi Fi. So we should be able to get to a point where our gardens can do the exact same. Well, in, in a sense, you can, but you gotta you gotta kind of Frankenstein that again. And I know you can do things like the Raspberry Pi with different sensors and. There's a push sensor and different things like that that you can use and connect stuff together, but it's still it's Frankenstein. So one thing could go wrong, mm -hmm. another thing could happen, an update through the app, yada da yada da. Long story short, not quite as good. So again, hopefully Zach and the team are listening. We'd love to have some of these extra features in. I know we've talked about it. I know other people have mentioned it, and I think the quicker these guys can implement things like this, usually the the first to market isn't always the best. There's other, other companies that have this, but if you can incorporate some of these things within a product that's already very quality, that's the key thing. But sometimes you got to expand the team. It's not going to just be the internal resources. I've seen people literally look at Facebook. They acquire companies for the technology, literally. I mean, just so they can use that same technology. They have WhatsApp for Messenger pretty much. That's the reason they, mm -hmm. they bought it. Even Instagram, a lot of those filters and a lot of the things, they took almost all that, put it right into Facebook. So I get it, but let's get it. Yeah, and there are controllers out there, right? Um, Trollmaster has a controller. A lot of people use the Inkbird controller. Those are very popular. We can plug in your equipment. But, you know, again, it comes down to, to Frankenstein, like you said. So, um, you know, CO2 monitor seems to be one of the more expensive pieces, and that's one I wanted to kind of talk about. I actually mentioned this on a, a recent Carden Talk video. I'm like, oh, there's really no good CO2 monitor where you can hang in the middle of your canopy and get updates to your smartphone. And then I had a million people in the comments section saying the pulse monitor which I, I think Pigeon mentioned a little while ago, but the price on that is $500. So that's yeah, not... Yeah, for just a monitor? Yeah, you're going to be able to watch the, the monitor, but it does have light levels, temperature, humidity, VPD, all that stuff. Um, so somebody had a really good argument for the $500 price tag. I still think it's a, a little bit higher. Um, now, I use a sensor push, which is awesome. It has temperature, humidity, and now has VPD as of the start of the year. But I think you have to buy a, a different monitor for that. What's VPD for those that are watching? Vapor pressure deficit. And what's the importance of that? It's it's basically regulating the it's the temperature in the air uh, difference between the plant and how the stomata opens. Um, I'm butchering it. No, no, Comment sorry, you got that go pretty good. We've mentioned that. it a few times you know, now, and I just stomata. I thought it was very leaves. potent dope. What? VPD. I thought it was very potent dope. <laughs> I don't know. That's the whole time. I, basically, we got depending a on video on the channel about it. Basically, depending on what the temperature and humidity is, what your environment conditions are, the the, the leaves on the stomata are going to open and close. And VPD is really kind of that ideal state um, to where the stomata is open at a certain amount reminders you described yeah, that wonderfully gonna, yeah it's going to be Great job. getting the, the most of the uh, uh transpiration and so sorry I, I, I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off there. no but it's yeah. good that's where like i'm going to start having maybe vocabulary shit pop up and that could be an episode too again maybe we should we really vocabulary 
Let us know. Drop it in the fuck. Isn't that tight? I just got bars. <laughs> Grocabulary. You know what I'm saying? Put it. Make a shirt. <laughs> I could do that. A little bit of weed on it. Whatever. But yeah, VPD but, you know, more and more is popular. Becoming more and more popular. More and more people are monitoring it. Sensor push has it in it. Pulse has it in it. Um, but CO2 is one of those monitors that just isn't incorporated yet in sensor push. And I'm hoping that they, they do it eventually and have it at an affordable price, right? I don't want to pay $500 for a CO2 monitor. Um, and something that can hang right down in the canopy and I can view it on my smartphone would be ideal with alerts. You know, CO2 is too high, CO2 is too low. And then, you know, we talked about the automation. It would be nice to kind of get everything more automated there. An affordable PAR meter, too. It's another thing that uh, kind of shifting mm. gears over a PAR. They're That's like $500 right now. $575. Green Goblin. Why don't we have them on our – why don't we have an app for that, to be honest you, with you? You can get a shitty app for there that. Are apps. Oh, is there? They're not oh, accurate. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Well, then they need to be better. Come on. Yeah, I don't know Come how on. accurate they are. I'm sure somebody in the comment section will be able to kind of inform us. Um, that there are apps oh, I'm now. sure they're all smarter than us. But I don't think they're good we as like the nice Apogee par meters, um, which are, okay. are most accurate, oh. right? One of the mo- more accurate ones. Uh, if they came down to a more affordable price, I'd like to see that for sure. Maybe there are going to be more companies out there that might launch a par meter that come in and, and competition will kind of drive down the price a little bit, I hope. That's how it goes. See. Fuck, yeah, just bring one with a plug, man. That's always cheaper instead of it being portable. Like, plug that motherfucker in the wall. Give me six feet. I true. I'll use it. True. Yep. You know, right? whatever right. you can do to make it more, more affordable, man. That's why I love again, man. Huge shout out to fucking Chill Tech because you get the DIY option of their expensive ass light. So I, I love that companies do that, man. And and innovation on uh, the growth side of things. There's a ton of stuff, of course. I'd love to have a a single, like a quality miracle grow. You know what I'm saying? Like ethical quality, oh, where, yeah, where it's yeah. like you just have, you know. I, and build a soil is my closest thing I could think of is using like the build a soil 3.0 mix, or you could do it yourself. But if you can just spend the money and you buy something like that and it's already done boom you got one fucking top feed and that's it that's amazing and i think the innovation in that side yeah it's already been there but who has put it together in that sense when it's like buy it do it you're done there's m3 here in michigan but i've still seen people either burn their plants or at a certain point have deficiencies depending how long they have to grow it or depending on the pot size even too it just is is tough to see where the industry's at now you got the one two parts this and that but it's still missing your microbes or it's still missing some crucial pieces. Nothing's ever just a one and done. Make it happen for the simple guy who wants to grow his fucking tomatoes. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, there'd be a lot of variables in there. To, to That's the problem to, is that we'd have to have yeah, one right? cultivar if everybody just had the same kind but of. But Miracle Grow doesn't. Beans. Like you know what I mean? Miracle Grow does that. In, like I, we're looking for a more like they do do that. You can do it with your tomatoes. You can do it with your pergolias. You can do it with your roses. You can use it with your. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it does do it. So why isn't there one for cannabis? Because it's probably have, I'm sure they may have a they've patent. taken it variables. You know, there's probably some patents out there that that limit it. And that's a lot of things too. Is the restrictions of the gardening world, the agricultural space that's already out there. It's a little tougher for some of these companies to to break into it and to grow really large without either a being sued or b being acquired. And then we don't have that anymore like i don't know what the fuck happened to sm90 but they're gone it used to be good i i endorse it on the channel they're gone but th- there's a lot of quality products out there that i've seen come and go one i know uh golden tree i just it's it's still hard for me to stand by it because i don't know what the fuck's in it but <laughs> it's all in one you know what i'm saying like it, for your additives for pretty much all of your uh, micronutrients. It's got damn near everything that you're going to need in there. You can use just your base nutrients along with that. Maybe some CalMag as well, but I've, I've literally used just um, the Grow and the Bloom for Advance, and I've used the A and B for House and Garden and that, and gotten amazing fucking results. 
So that's innovative. That's really cool. But that's the only thing I've seen so far that's like, here's just one product, then you can use another product and you're good. Maybe like a Dynagrow if you're going mineral based. So like you could use Dynagrow Bloom and grow and then just fucking golden tree. And that's the simplest process you can get. But then of course you're going to want your microbes in there. So you're going to want to get some great white, of course, or something even like shout out to Scotty and the crew, some recharge or whatever the fuck you prefer. I just really think that there's nothing out there right now that's just cutting edge, one fit, boom, makes it all happen. It'd be cool to see. But I, I'm not it. the scientist. I don't know. I don't know that guy. Right. It, right. It's impossible. Sure. But let's get it done. Yeah. Smash, <laughs> <laughs> smash. What about the consumer Invent side of things, things. guys? So that's uh. Yeah, you were gonna, Chris. You had something at the top of the show you briefly mentioned before. Kind of like we, your roommate uh, would benefit money. from it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the consumable side of things, um, you know the, these smoking pieces that we have, whether it be a, a bong or a pipe or whatever, you have to inhale, right? And you're using actually using some lung power. <laughs> Now, there is a new product that I'm sure a lot of people have seen by now, which is kind of that gravity bong thing that flips over. I don't know exactly what it's called, but I know Cookies made one. There's some uh, German brand that made one. uh, Shout out to Sarge, man. He made one at uh, Dude by Discord, uh, the Grobies. He 3D printed one. Mm, Okay. Fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. So you basically just flip it over and the the water um, will, will, um, you know, suck in the smoke and then it will push out. So kind of seeing more, what I'm getting at is more pieces that kind of just push out the smoke instead of having you, uh, you know, having to inhale to, to suck in. Uh, my roommate, he can't take bong rips anymore. He's got uh, some issues with his lungs and, uh, you know, the very, very little lung power, um, you know, it, it hurts him. So I think it would be a lot better if there were more pieces that just kind of push the smoke out instead of having to inhale in um, that was kind of one yeah, thing I thought of. That'd be fucking nice, man. And yeah, I'm sure it's I, I was just, electric based. Sorry. Can you say you had a, a buddy DIY something, P? Y- yeah, I was just looking. They're, they're just essentially gravity bongs. It doesn't have a particular name for it. I was just, I wanted to see what the name was. There was a company and, that, uh, like, Seth Rogen was. There's a few uh, of them. I, I just looked. There's a, so the, many the now. Company. I know that. That was seven months ago. No, now there's like. 20, if you right? don't have a patent right? on it, people could run and gun um, with that shit. Yeah, a, a good good buddy of mine made a joint smoker, and he used it out of a he, he used a fish pump with a little bit of hose, and essentially the he put a he, you would you would attach the joint into the lid, and then screw the lid onto like a into like a capsule kind of thing, and the fish pump would blow the air past the joint, and it would it would blow it into your mouth and you would just press the button so it really depended on how well the joint was rolled because it would canoe it real bad if it was because it was just constant but you could hold that thing about a good you know eight inches or so seven inches from your mouth and it just shot the smoke right into your mouth remember cheech and Chong? well i guess you could hold it closer if you didn't want to inhale too much but yeah, like the, it was a wonderful thing, and I've Chief, never seen anything. Remember, like he had a, like a gun thing that fucking he was, and it blew oh, smoke. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so similar. Somebody exactly made something. The same. It's out there, and I fucking want it. So, comment section. I would like if a, you know, right? let us know, please. You know, yeah. A, and, and in fact, here's here's My another. Like an I don't know if you had anything good. to say, Chris, about that. No, no. Um, I, 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 I know you can get those silicone bomb tops. That go on the top of your bong um, at, to to avoid putting your lips around oh, your yeah. bong because I hate putting lips around my bong. I would also like to see disposable ones. Um, you know, if you could just get like a, I don't know, like a hemp made, almost like a tissue hemp 
Mm, a hemp wrap. You just, it's got a little slit in it. You just put it over your bong and just, you know, and then I would take it off. I could hand it to a buddy or something. And you're like, we're on a safe, dude. Boom. Right, right. And it's just disposable. Hey. So that, that way I could, I can, I, either I can hang on to it for the session and, and then by the end of the done, it's covered in resin, right? You don't want to clean it, just toss it. Just, Disposable. I, I would. I would That's be all over that. That's a fucking Shark be, Tank idea right there. Get your. I'd be taking that out. shit Holy to shit. Uh, baseball. So, Sounds so good. when you got one of those, send me that shit, and you got a spot on my channel. Hey, ain't fucking into that. That's tight. That's tight. Speaking of okay. hemp wraps, so, yeah. man. Mm. <sighs> I know I got one around here. I don't even want to smoke it. I'm not gonna smoke it. I'm grabbing a fucking tobacco one. Whatever. It's my only vice. I wish a company would make a non-diet blunt because every one of those hemp wraps are just a fucking diet blunt to me i swear to god they're non-blunts they're non-blunts trey rolled me up the fattest most big monster duke in a fucking roller a blunt roller because it was so big i hated it and i shout out to him for hooking mm -hmm. it up but i hated it it was not a blunt i rolled a blunt right afterwards there's and there's something different about how they smoke the the hit of it has like a tinge like a little like something to it man it's like it's not the same. It's just not the same. It's like impossible food, like uh, meat that's not meat type of shit. It all has a little tinge of something to it. Like, it's exactly how those are. And it doesn't matter what kind I, I smoke out of. Otherwise, they'll have crazy flavor to them where it's like uh, fruit punch, lemon, lime, tropical berry, all in one. I'm like, Ugh. I like the taste of my bud. Or then you got the palm leaves, which those are decent when you pair them with the correct cultivar. You got the right buds, the right flavors. They, they work real well. Otherwise, that shit tastes like green tea to me, and I don't fucking like it. And they don't smoke the same. They don't hit the same, you know? The banana wraps, that's a fucking hard pass for me. We smoked those. Was, no, did not like it. Is um, that where, you, like, it's banana peel? It's like a banana leaf. Banana yeah, yeah, I watched that. Oof. No, sorry, guys. roses? You ever tried rose petals uh, yet? No, I couldn't do that either. I don't like the floral. Like, ugh. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, I've never tried you can get it though. Fancy, I never tried like, it. I want to smoke. I like all the I'm all the things I don't like. I've never tried, like blue cheese. Never tried it. But I'm not <laughs> I hate it. I accidentally tried it once. You ever go to a buffet back in the day? The buffets used to go to Old yeah. Country or Ponderosa. Shout out to them when I was. You chubby. couldn't spot blue cheese out out of the bunch, or was it in something? Was dumb. You know, at one point, well, maybe I still am. And I just went one day, just balls to the wall, getting a big old salad and just going hard with the ranch. So I thought, oh, yeah, I took a big oh. bite and it was that blue cheese. We're going to have, the thing is, is we're going to have a ton of blue cheese lovers in the chat. They're gonna be like, I was going to say, I'm the oh, only person that loves blue cheese, I guess. I mean, I put it on a uh, burger, right? We found it's, one. People put blue cheese on burgers. It's really good. What? No, they don't. No, yeah, they, they don't. Blue cheeseburger? <laughs> I'm just so you say a blue cheeseburger? Blue cheese on the burger. Yeah, blue well, cheese burger. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, that's it. Like, everything right, I don't though. like in life, I've never tried. I have a palate. I don't like. I don't like tapioca. I don't like blue tapioca? cheese. Oh and my not... god, man! You are making me crazy right now. <laughs> oh, wow, it's like fish egg pudding. <laughs> Let me guess. You like cottage cheese, though? No. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we agree on that <laughs> one. <laughs> I've never tried it. I've never uh, tried I it. I probably I would, can't though. Stand it. The thing is, is like I, I probably would like blue Ugh. cheese. I probably would like tapioca. And I probably would like rose rolled blunts, petaled blunts. But it's like I've just never tried it. That, <laughs> you like the and I'm, I'm ignorant of that. The it's the only three things in life I don't like. Like, what I, could I? In a box? <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Oh, With a rose petaled blunt? 
So that, you know, it's, oh, geez. back to that was the good. innovation. That was good. Stuff. What were we talking yeah. about? <laughs> you killed me there. The weed's good. Um, it, it works, man. I really like it. So another thing for innovation that I would love to see on the consumer side of things that that personally I don't seemingly see as much, and I saw one time, is like a heating rod. Instead of using a lighter, I've seen it once, but it's somebody who used a torch. But like literally like like maybe a, a hot flame. Stick so like, like this, right? And this is tight too, this little poker. Check this out. Maybe. Check it out. Uh, Maybe. Let me set the blunt oh, down. Oh, oh. Moving parts and weed don't go together. Oh, there you go. Boom. There you go. It's a shift. Yeah, stick. So Jesus. what would be tight is if this motherfucker heated up. Got hot? And so then you I could take there, a... Yeah. Take there are, there are those things. Are there there those are those things. things. See? And yes, I know. except and you're plugged why... into the wall. You're oh, plugged yeah, into the wall on that. As far as I know. And Come on. It's 2021. So I'm sure there's battery. But yeah, there are hot like hot rods. I don't know what the fuck you call it. You just stick it on. hot rod. Like, yeah, that would help like a little this, bit. Like As I said, that would help a little bit. With, like even cleaning the bowl, right? If your bowl is not hot, you know, scraping that resin, oh, uh, it's yeah. kind of a pain, right? Even if that little piece was just heated up, it would probably get scrape the resin a little bit easier. That would be tight. I've done that before. I've taken literally taken a lighter to a shitty knife, got it warm so I could get that funk out of there. Right. Through the knife in yeah, the yeah. street for kids to pick up. <laughs> just kidding. These are jokes. Um, th- and that's the kind of thing, man. Those little innovative things. And another innovative thing that I, I have to give a fucking huge plug, huge, huge shout out to Freeze Pipe, man. And I know there's probably other products out there like it, but not as dope as this. Oh my god! I don't know if you yeah, saw that's, Chris's yeah, amazing that's sweet. Billy May style display on Twitch. has one. I think G Cell has. They don't sell it like G's because these dudes G-Pen. were sold out. G Pen, thank you. G Pen. G Pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is it? What is it? Yeah, for the people who are listening, you can't see it. the screen. <laughs> well, the people who are listening, that was a email, the freeze pipe email, and holy shit, it is tight, man. That thing is amazing. Not only does the battery last forever, that's my first, like, wow, I can't believe it, but you get amazing hits. This is like a peak for a fraction of the price. You're able to just put it to any of your bowls because it's got even an adapter, so any your bong that you may have already had or any other rig you already had, you can put this right on there. It's not this big, long, weird cord with a fucking box like you got a microphone set up. Like, literally, I went over to somebody's house who had a dab rig, and I thought they had a mic set up. And I was like, what's that over there? Don't knock it till you try it, bro. <laughs> just holds one you. up. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You're, you can't walk around with it. I can go anywhere. Yes, I can. I can dance with it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The restrictions of it, man. It's like, this is amazing. No, you're right. Dude. You're right. It's it, is, great. it is a nice piece. You don't have one yet? No, I don't. I do. I love it. Mike. It's the only email I've ever had, and I love it. Pitching, <laughs> zooming in. Uh, where is it, Mike? No, I'll, I'll get you one. Fuck it. I bought. Never uh, I've never even bought. I, I paid asked. for mine. Yeah, I know. I don't like asking for free shit. That's the thing. Is this video is not sponsored by anyone to give us not free sponsored. Shit. Not sponsored. Well, it might be by sponsored, anyone. but it's not sponsored by anyone giving us free shit that's mentioned in this video. So no, no, no. Yeah. Haters. Yeah, I like that email. Sweet. Anything else? Yeah, let's Chris? go back to the grill for yeah. a minute here. So a couple mm-hmm. other things. These ones are kind of quick. So a, a common problem that a lot of people have is having their equipment, you know, either having it inside the tent or outside the tent. If you put your equipment inside the tent, like a heater, humidifier, um, you know, those things take up space, right? So you, you're losing out mm-hmm. on some of your footprint. So then putting it outside of the grow tent, um, it's not directly coming into the actual tent. And so, uh, you know, I've seen people put up their portable air conditioner, they'll put it next to the tent and they'll take cardboard and then put it so it comes directly into the, the vent, you know, whether it be the, the, the sock or the actual rectangle intake vent. 
Um, but having equipment that's made specifically to connect to the grow tent, right? So uh, maybe it's in a, a piece that just, you know, clicks on to uh, a humidifier, for example. That so would be tight. It, that's already can go to yeah, what you already have. Directly into the tent. So you're not taking up that space. Um, but yeah, for a dehumidifier, air conditioner, heater, um, and humidifier, all those things, if there was a way to keep it outside the tent, but connect it directly to the tent so mm-hmm. everything comes in, mm-hmm. I think that'd be a huge win. I don't think there's anything like that. There is right not. Now. And, and that, it, that would be, that would be totally, uh, a, a, a great fit because it, the tent could still come as its, its own shell. And then these pieces would just be pieces that you would put on and adapt. So your humidifier would, would need to be specific. And this is, this would all be proprietary. So it's like you could then this outfit could sell the humidifier, could sell the heater, could sell the air conditioner, could sell whatever I didn't mention with an adapter. Hello, Apple. You know what I mean? And then, and then have that stuff hooked up to the tent already using, like you said, the sock, the vents, the, the holes in the tent are already there. You know, I don't know about you guys. I'm new to tent growing, but eight of my 10 holes are all zipped up and closed. Yeah, my holes aren't all filled. You know? <laughs> Just feeling well, you're missing today. out, bro. <laughs> I'm feeling goofy today. Sorry, right. Chad. Right? We're letting loose. These episodes are getting more and more relaxed. I feel I'm like we're more and more comfortable. Voice, and in fact, if you guys enjoy these episodes, you know what we're going to tell you to do. Hit that thumbs up. Let us know you appreciate the episodes because the best feedback we get is from your mouth in the comment section so let us know let us know what you guys think because we listen to you guys yeah. one more got one more Do go it. for it hit us i got yep. two i got two you got two more okay so we're, we're still going here um yeah we're good we're, here, oh, we're good all right so training is always kind of a pain right some people use a scrog some people use tomato cages some people use bamboo steaks um i feel like there's there's some things that could be improved there for example, I do like the tomato cages, but I don't like how, um, you know, if you have a small plant and you're just starting to weave things through it, well, you've got that extra racking um, that can take up space and that limits your grow light from being able to be brought down more. Um, so there's some problems with, with tomato cages. Now, stackable tomato cages is what I'm kind of getting at. Now, I think there are some on the market. Uh, from what I see on Amazon, I couldn't find a good one. You know, something that's maybe flexible as well. Um, but being able to, you know, have your first layer of tomato cage, then when your plant grows up, being able to like clip it on. Actually, I think it does exist, but it's like, it's not good. It's not flexible it's low enough. Low quality. I saw one too. Low yeah, quality, it's, it's, yeah. probably too expensive. Um, but I think that if there were stackable tomato cages, um, I think that would help a ton with training. Um, I, I just don't see it on the market right now, or at least a good one on the market right now. Yeah, the only thing I've seen that's comparable that you can stack to it would be the Web. It's a product there, Michigan made. It's a little heavy. It's big. I was gonna put it in my garden, but it's just too fucking big, man. I wanted to, I did, but I couldn't even get it in my vehicle for a few weeks. Tried to drop it off in his big ass truck. Like it's fucking huge. But um, that's kind of like that too. You can stack up layers, so you can start up your first layer of like a scrog. It's got a round type of metal screen. It works its way through, and then you got a second layer that you can do and work its way through. And then you also can have it so you have your LED light directly or whatever kind of light you have connected to the tip top of this thing. So it's got like an additional layer. Cool, yes, but a little much. A little pricey, big metal, heavy, clunky. Better for commercial grows in my opinion. If you're on like a micro grow, like a 150 plant grow or something like that, maybe that would be more ideal. But I, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. 
what does work for me for, for plant training is these were actually made by a buddy 3d printed these so there's products though companies that are pushing these out there a lot of them are just random shopify companies you know i've got a have got a pack or two yeah they work pretty good color. if you catch them when they're young and mendable you can put your you know weave the branches through here and then basically just have your, your low stress training start now these aren't as bent as i would like to see right. i'd like to see a little bit where you can again attach these like i'd like the the capability to do like maybe two of them so i'm doing a, a harder 90 degree turn instead of just that little bit and i know i could do them like piece by piece by piece but it's a little bit they don't bend so you could potentially cut into that plant when you're doing it so if there was just a little more and and let, and i'm just like i haven't used them yet i just looking at what you're showing me there and how big i can get some of my stems it'll break right through this it would it would it would it would definitely uh, impale the stems yep. through like it'd be like tying choking them off you know what i mean um I, yeah, I, I'm more of a hands-on, and having more shit in my pot, nah, it's like a cook in the kitchen, man. I don't need more tools in my pot. Like, I got too much shit going on already. The tie-downs, the strings, the pulls, the bends, this, you know, woo. These look like braids. I've seen those mm. before. So it's, a, the, it's like a two-inch or a three-inch piece of plastic, right? It's, it's somewhat bent, and you're supposed to clip it onto the branches um, and since it's it's somewhat bent, it bends the branches down, right? Is that kind of the idea behind that product? Yeah, they just look like they look like girl barrettes by the time you put them all up in that motherfucker. Mm. I don't know if you guys so I've seen those before. I haven't used them yet. Yeah, I thought cool it was pretty interesting. Um, they're innovative and it's cool, and that's where they're getting the plug. Mm -hmm. And this is and that's from what my homeboy that made them three D. But and that's what we need. We need this innovative stuff that it'll lead to more things. I've seen talking about three D printing. I've seen somebody who've done who have done the clip on piece. You know those small oscillating fans, like eight-inch fans, home ones, the ones that are homes. Um, that's the brand name. It's pretty popular. Um, you can actually undo the bottom, the base part, and they have a 3D printed piece that can uh, attach to that and clip directly on to your grow tent pole. Oh, I need that. So it's a 3D printed piece. It's super expensive. I think it was like fifty dollars or something like that for that one piece. That. You can go and buy that. a fan, a clip-on fan, I, for like thirty I bucks. I use zip ties. I think Monk. I zip tied my fan. Monkey makes a fan. Uh, Vivo Sun makes a fan. Um, I think there was one burnout. I'm sure we'll get a bunch of people no, in the comments. I'm say sure they'll burn out on you. They Vivos. burn out like crazy. But um, cheapos. But that's an innovative product that I could see more of. Is is uh, you know whether it be a 3D printed piece. Or it's just some sort of a, a clip-on fan, a better quality clip-on fan, because uh, you know the ones more tent-specific right items, really. You know, like stuff that are specifically designed for tents. Yeah, is kind of really what like, well, we're are, using New stuff York for grow make rooms. Tents super and, popular. Bet, bet my of fucking course. sweet ass on it. Invest oh, in well, tents. They're forced to it. What's a tent company yeah. we can give Chris? What's a stock for a tent company tent maker? Oh, right, uh, Growgen. They'll be selling a lot of fucking tents. Grow generation stock, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Get grow gen. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> no. No, I'm just we got to do a part two on stocks. I know an update right. because we had a big dip shortly thereafter. Oh yeah, and now it's picking back up. Like yeah. pot you know, stocks. Companies, you know, pot stocks. Pot Talk two. That, I got my yeah. pot stocks for that episode too. So I think nice. we can do it, man. I think that really covers it for innovation. If there's anything we missed, we'd love to always do part twos of everything because we love to fucking talk. Mm. At least me and pigeons do. We talk so goddamn much. We've made another podcast. Dot buds, check it we've out. Turned, we've turned I, we've turned Chris into quite the talker too. I might. I say. love it. That I guy's love got it. a kick-ass talk show over on his channel, just banging right now. Garden yeah, guys, haven't Mr. seen Glow it. it. Yeah, yeah, that thing's doing pretty well. A lot of people seem to like it. Very you know, good. Talking one-on-one -on -one with growers. 
um, mm-hmm. just trying to get information about them, about like what they do uh, in their garden in order to grow their plants. And uh, yeah, people are loving it. So I love it. You've never, well, I could never see a fucking goblin talk as much as you got him to talk. Like I said, you are a, you are our times fucking, um, oh, I'm totally stoned. Larry King. Larry King. Eh. Eh. Howard Stewart. Who's the guy who Howard has a Stern? success guy? Oh, why am I stoned? That's good. The weed's working. I only and named the two greatest interviewers of outwitting all time. I can't devil, wait to hear you come up with Outwitting the Devil, uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. Oh, okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Like, he's yeah, the original. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going around, you're finding all the great minds, you're pulling them together, Johnny Carson, things that you don't necessarily do, and finding one equal. Like, I love it, man. So make sure you check that out. Also, COTV, baby. You already know. Hey. We had a banger on 420. Oh, I wish you were fun. there, Chris. We missed you. Yeah, missed I was you. destroyed. I know. Yeah, you're telling we, me. We was getting a buzz early that day, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But yeah, I think that's a great episode, boys. With that being said, smash that motherfucking like if you haven't already. If you're listening to this, make sure you listen to more. We're going to be dropping them every week. And, and you know, maybe more. Who knows? And all Who that knows? stuff that we say afterwards. Yeah. Twitch. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Podcasts. And this is Rob from CLTV, Pigeon420, and Mr. Grow It. Stay Peace. Peace, y'all.